Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Eat the Damn Cake Podcast. I'm Maddie. And I'm Carly. And welcome back. Welcome back. Another good-ass week in the books. And I just want to start off by saying last week, if you have yet to listen... Pause it now. Pause this episode right now and go listen to that That's one. That's what I was exactly going to say. Do, if Last week was one of the most powerful and vulnerable episodes we've had yet. And if you haven't had a chance to listen to it, absolutely go listen to it. It was so incredible. It was such a great story. Such a great ending. And um, Conrad's the best. So make sure you go listen. Um, if this is your first episode ever, if you're tuning in for the first time, Welcome. We are a podcast that talks about the fitness industry and making it more inclusive and a better place for everyone. So just, you know, not fitness for one size, fitness for all sizes. Yeah. So that's who we are. Couple things to keep on your radar, December 17th, which we're a little over a week out now. Yes. Um, not this coming Friday, but the following Friday, yep. we are hosting a holiday party for Built by Byron at Red Lantern. It is $30 for a ticket, but that includes a fitness class, which we're launching our Built with Beats class, which is Yee. all on the beat of the music. And then also your first drink free. Yeah. So we're also going to have giveaways, maybe some 1987, oh, maybe some... She- Mood by Mars. You know, we have some cool really things on the horizon. True, maybe. Yeah. We have some small businesses on the horizon. We'll, um, we're also, I don't, wow. <laughs> wow. So much is happening. There's so much brain in right my now. brain right now. It is like short circuiting. Um, but yes, get your ticket for that. Link is in our bio <laughs> for Built by Byron. What were you saying also? Um, we're going to come out with a gift guide for you. Oh, yes. We have so, a gift guide coming out. coming out. So get ready for that. Pretty much for all the gifts that we're um, going to suggest, we'll have a code. Code. A code. Um, and then also, um, what's Christmas Eve? I almost said. Oh, yeah. We're going to do a class. Okay. <laughs> what? <you>. <laughs> <laughs> what's wrong with you? You said all the housekeeping things. I wanted to say one thing. <laughs> well, you have all the stories today. Oh, I don't have all of them. I'm um, sure you'll have a few. So Christmas Eve, we're going to do a class out of our gym in Framingham. It's going to be at noon. Um, signups will go live by the end of this week. So keep that on your radar, $20 and bring friends, bring family. We did one on Thanksgiving and it was, it was so oh, much fun. So lit. Such a great turnout. And there, it was, there were a couple hang, hungover people, but, but you know what? They got through it and it was fine. And they left and said, I'm so freaking glad I, I did this. Yeah. So, I mean, it's Christmas Eve though. So. Who knows what you're doing? If you, I mean, it's middle of the day, so you'll have your morning, you'll have your afternoon. It's literally a 45, 15 minute class at noon. So, so come, come through join. if you are local to Framingham. Or if you're not, you can come, right, Hurley? You'll be there. Of course. Yeah. Hurley <laughs> will be there, maybe <laughs> one day. One day we'll get you One out. We'll I mean, he did you. come out to our space for our grand opening yes, party. Yes, because he, and he didn't show up empty-handed. He, he showed, showed up, up with fruit. fruit. <laughs> Sweet up. angel. You guys just immediately like threw in the back. You're like, ah, oh, what do we do with this? No, <laughs> we put it out and people ate it. But we were literally like, Hurley, what? Why? He's like, so my mom said never to show up to a party empty-handed. It was the sweetest thing and ever. And 
just shout out to Hurley for that because no one else showed up with <laughs> I think I mean, Sam showed up and ate all the pizza. Yeah, Sam showed up and ate all... Same with, like, Kyle and Buddy. The yeah. Framingham Bakery pizza was, like, the star of the show that night. Yeah. I'll bring fruit every single time I attend one of your events. You uh, I love that. It's a gym class. Yeah. Or, like, <laughs> I love They're that. Like, I can't show well, up empty-handed. Well, you are you DJing on December... 17th the friday night next friday um probably can you dj at red lantern get that switched around so Ooh, i'll see what i can do okay, yeah cool. see if you can switch your schedule up you know for us yeah. <laughs> just, Selfishly. Because, <laughs> just because Change we want that to happen us. thanks um so let's see we didn't really get to talk about our past couple of weeks with you um no. in a while yeah. It's so been, I know because we didn't even talk about debrief on Thanksgiving. Oh my, we don't need, <laughs> we don't need to debrief Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving Eve, Thanksgiving day, Thanksgiving after, after post. post Thanksgiving. So I'm trying to think not much actually happened. It was very like low key this year. I feel like all the Thanksgivings we've had in the past, they're all pretty small. Like this past Thanksgiving was small. Yeah. And it, we each had two Thanksgivings to attend. Yeah. And they were both really nice. Yeah. It was a nice time to be with family. Um, I just have one story in the forefront of my brain because it literally happened an hour before we were recording. Uh, me and Carly got sweet green before the podcast today and I was finished paying for our parking and a meter. So I was standing by a meter and this older gentleman was like cutting through the cars <laughs> and... He had AirPods in, but like literally direct eye contact looked at me and was like, hey, how's it going? And I said, good. How are you? And he was on the phone. And he was on the phone. Didn't he respond to you? Yeah, he said excellent to me and laughed. And I was like, (laughs) God, it was so painful, Carly. I was like sitting there (laughs) and I was like, Jesus, thank God. No one was standing near me. Like yeah. no stranger witnessed that happen because that guy already was like, oh my God, this idiot <laughs> thought I was talking to her. I'm like, you're right in your defense. Why would you fucking ask me how I was doing? Oh my God. Well, I'm well, paying for my parking. Okay. But that like something similar happened this weekend. I w- we were out at the Broadway, Maddie, Nick and I went out this weekend um, and just kind of like spontaneously saw where the day took us. And we started yeah. at Lolita, which was really nice. And then we went to the Broadway in, in Southie. Somehow we got in before the line. It was crazy packed in there. It was so insane. And we were, first of all, we ran into so many listeners. So shout out to all of you, especially Jen. That was so much fun. Yes. I love running into listeners in public because it's just like so fun. And it's like, I feel like I know you. I feel like it's just so fun. We get to know our people. We get to know our people, um, our baby cakes, if you will. <laughs> so we were standing at the bar, which was insanely packed. It was like three people deep. And I tapped a guy on the shoulder and I was like, do you mind if I slide in and order a drink? And he was like, yeah, that's fine. He like stepped away and then kind of went back to the bar and grabbed his drink. And I go, I'm not going to roofie you. And then I was like, I'm so sorry. I don't know why I said that. Like, that, like so painful. Just, I sat there and, and I was he like, literally was like, <laughs> he was like, Oh, cool. I was like, I don't know why I said that. I'm really sorry. And he's like, it's fine. I'm like, well, <laughs> he literally was like, please just order your drink and go away. I was sitting there like, why is my sister like this? Maddie's jaw dropped. She what was like we watching yesterday. Oh, forgetting Sarah Marshall. Is that what we were yeah. watching yesterday? And like, 
some of the one-liners when, in when, the movie. When she, he shows up in Hawaii and she's like, what are you doing there? And he's like, I came here to kill you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I literally looked at Carly and said, that is shit Carly would say because Carly's so awkward. Like people that don't like... People that don't really know Carly thinks that she's like this super, like she is very outgoing and friendly, but like in some some situations, Carly is like so uncomfortable. We talked about this when you ran into that, your ex one time. Oh my God. At Chipotle. Said to his pregnant wife, I didn't know you were pregnant again. Yeah. How would I know she was pregnant in the first place? Not that bad, but like Carly will just say it was so Some bad. Some of the cringiest <laughs> things to people. And like, what? Are, like a couple times you've said weird shit in spin class and then you're like, um, I don't really oh know gosh. why I'm saying these. Today I was talking to my spin class about how Duke's in a horrible routine of getting up at 4.30 in the morning. Yeah. And they were like, you are going to have problem children. You got to let him cry. You got to let him cry it out. He'll, he will hold it. And I was literally like, but that. But then I don't sleep. Like, I'd rather just take him out and go back to you bed. Gotta, you know, condition him. It's not like the fr- Freud, like conditioning, operant conditioning when you. That's Pavlov's um, dog. Yeah, Pavlov's dog. Literally a dog. Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> I, yeah, that's probably where the original dog training started. Um, I don't know. That was like the psychology aspect of okay. things, like people testing things out. Well, Duke is literally Pavlov's dog. He is in such a routine. He knows when, like his fresh kiss, you know, like. It's freaky. He knows everything. There are like um, greenies, basically, you know, those for dog's teeth. It's I got the fresh kiss version once and Duke became literally addicted. It's like gum almost for dogs. It's like brushing his teeth. And so we start giving them to him after dinner. And now whenever he finishes dinner, he goes and sits in front of the closet and cries until he gets a fresh kiss. It's ridiculous. Like he is just so conditioned. Uh, Anyways, um, enough about my dog brushing his teeth. While we were at the Broadway, like, like Carly said, we ran into a few listeners and um, one of them were like, wait, so are you getting engaged soon? And I'm like, so it's getting to the point where I won't stop talking about it and people that listen to our podcast are asking me when I'm getting engaged. Poor Nick. Also, Nick literally just said poor Nick and you put this on. I did do this. This is all of my doing. Yeah. So Nick and I, um, our three year anniversary is this weekend and my mom still thinks she's like, it's not your real anniversary because it's the anniversary of your first date. But is it? Do you, is Did your, he ask you to be his girlfriend? So here's the thing. I don't remember when he asked me to be his girlfriend, but we both agreed on December 12th being okay. the tentative date that that may have happened. That's like similar to Joe and I. Like we started like hanging out in like September, October, but he never referred to me as his girlfriend until March. So, <laughs> so, so F-boy 101. <laughs> like what happened though with me and Nick is we went on our first date and then pretty much had like a silent agreement that we were not going to date anyone else. And what I just remember I went to like a Christmas party and maybe it was later. I went to a Christmas party with a bunch of high school people and they were like, so what are you and Nick Lee? And I'm like, I don't, I, 
we've been on four dates. You just exposed his whole name. I know, hi. (laughs) (laughs) If you have not found Nick yet on my Instagram, (laughs) you know know. his last name. But like, they're like, what what are you? And I was just like, I don't know. And then I said that to him and he was like, do you want to be my girlfriend? I was like, sure. So it's our three year. So is this what you're hoping you'll do with a proposal? Like, (laughs) what are we? And he's like, do you want to be my wife? And you're like, okay. (laughs) No, so... Um, it's our three year and I like kind of like the whole cat thing where I'm like, I know it's not going to happen. Like, I know I'm not going to get a cat for Christmas because we actually can't have one. I'm like, I know I'm not going to get engaged this weekend, but we can just pretend. Right. No. Okay. Well, (laughs) so he asked me also Christmas is coming up. So we're shopping for Christmas gifts for each other. And this year we just sent each other a couple, like, like, like a small list because we were like, just send me what you want. I'll buy it for you. And then he said, after I sent my list to him a couple of days after he's like, is there anything else you want? And I just sent the ring emoji, like a diamond ring emoji. He goes, imagine you not engaged at age 24. He goes, oh, wait, that's literally every other 24-year-old. You're not that are engaged, so you need to relax. And I was like, mm, okay, well, yeah. <laughs> he also offered to pay me $5 a week for if, like, for each week I don't bring up getting engaged, I would get $5. So I far, think, I've made none. <laughs> no money. <laughs> I think it's a good investment, honestly. Well, I said to him he was going to say a dollar a week, and I looked at him and I go, that's not even 25 cents a day. Not worth it's it. It's not worth it. No. Is $5 even worth it, though? I mean, that's 20 bucks a month. It's not my fault. And Maddie's going to end up like paying for her own ring. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Like giving him back the money. Yeah. It's not my fault that um, TikToks keep coming up on my feed that are like things that 22 are going to bring you. I made three of these and this is the one that's popping up on your for you page so you can manifest. And it's like, all I want for Christmas is, and then it's like engagement. (laughs) I've seen three and I'm like, she sends them to me every time. And I send them to Nick, even though he's sitting right next to me. I'm evil. Poor Nick. Thank God he doesn't listen to the podcast. We had to force him into listening. He listened to last week's because Everyone at our dinner table last night was talking about how amazing it was. He's like, what are you guys talking about? I'm like, wouldn't you like to know? (laughs) And then I didn't make eye contact with him the rest of the dinner. I know. I noticed. (laughs) I noticed. I literally, he was sitting at the head of the table to my left. I angled my whole body (laughs) away from him. And And he would ask (laughs) the man she wants to marry. He got the hint. He He listened. Yeah. And it was a great episode so, and worth the listen. And he texted me and said, that was an amazing episode. I'm like, so glad you decided to listen. So what are you a new nuke? What are you and Nick doing for your anniversary? So here's the other thing. And I would like your opinion on this and Hurley feel free. I would love a guy's opinion as well. All righty. I think Hurley's overwhelmed with the engagement. (laughs) (laughs) I think I said something in front of someone and they were like, you're insane. I'm like, it's all a joke. (laughs) It's not. (laughs) Um, So 
I said to Nick, I was like, are you going to plan anything for like our anniversary? Like me being a brat, setting the expectation super high, I guess, for no reason. Oh my God. But he was like, yeah, no, no, I'll plan something. And I said, I didn't this. even get a card. I know. I know. <laughs> so that's the thing, though. I literally was like, I'm not letting myself be disappointed. <laughs> I'm telling him I want to do something for our three year. Such a stupid number anyways. But. I was like, okay, I want to do something. And this was like a month and a half ago. And he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'll plan something. I'm like, just like, you need to make sure you plan it prior because things just like, it gets expensive and like reservations fill up. And then on Monday, no, Friday of last week, I'm like, hey, did you like, what are we doing? He's like, I was thinking about us going to Newport. And I was like, thinking or doing? Like, are we or aren't we? He's like, well, I haven't booked anything. And I'm like, so now, but this is the thing. If he had just been like, it's okay. Like I figured it out. I wouldn't start planning my own weekend. But now that I know where we're probably going, I've been on Airbnb and hotels.com and like all of the restaurants. And that's just who I am as a person. Like, would you tell your significant other where you were going, even if you didn't have it planned? Or would you just say, I've got it. I planned it already. Even if you didn't have it planned. Well, I feel like the whole thing of it is that you wanted to be a surprise. Correct. You get it early. <laughs> you get it. I was like, Nick, and why did you tell me? It opens you up to not having it figured out yet. Well, too. right. <laughs> it, saves your ass. it saves you like a little bit, but Nick's like, you're so picky. Like, I just want you to like, like where you you're picky. going. I am picky. But I also said, I was like, I would literally be happy with like anything. If it was a surprise, I would be happy. <laughs> <laughs> everyone's like has Nick's back they're like he's yeah. kind of right yeah no he is right he, I, you are picky like if he brought you to like some <laughs> red roof inn in Northampton you would literally be like the audacity <laughs> I literally looked at him he was like you're picky I'm like I'm not picky I just like hotels that are clean and he's like when have I ever brought you to a hotel that's not clean I'm like Wisconsin <laughs> true <laughs> he goes other than Wisconsin <laughs> Because do you remember when we got there? Yes. And this is no shade at Nick. It was not his fault. Because we've both obviously never been to Wisconsin. And it was one of the hotels like listed as like close by to the venue, which they were. Yeah. But like it was so old. Like the I think it was the oldest hotel in Wisconsin. In America. In America. <laughs> and um we actually checked out and checked into a different hotel that like, did I tell you that? No. Yeah, Nick booked a different hotel because I was like, um, oh my God. I was such a, I am a brat. I don't know how, why he loves me. Carly's like, I don't know either. It's me. <laughs> but yeah, we're going to go to Newport, I think. Unless we'll he see. cancels after yeah. listening to this. Like, you deserve nothing. <laughs> no, he's the best. He, he definitely wanted to run it by me. So I wasn't like, Newport Mom in on the that New Jersey <laughs> <laughs> vacation, <laughs> pretending like she was happy that my dad booked us a, a vacation at the New Jersey boardwalk. She's like, "What am I supposed to do here?" Wildwood. I was, I, we had an amazing time. You got like sun poisoning. I had a great time. I, yeah, I couldn't go to the. I beach. threw up in the car right there from being car sick. I remember that <laughs> out the window. It was awful. Yeah, but. <laughs> You know, reminiscing. Reminiscing on the good times. <laughs> Anyways, two weeks ago, Maddie and I, we did a thing. Oh. I actually hate when people say that. Didn't like, Nick say he hates when people yes, say that? Yes, but it like struck something in me. Like, and Carly, I like, me too. hate when people are like, I did a thing. And it's like, 
okay. Like literally just say like what you did. You don't have to say you did a thing. Like there's so many things to do. Okay. Anyways. I feel like you're got some pent up anger in there, sister. Oh, I just, I, that. I feel like people only say I did a thing when they're getting engaged. Okay. Or we did a thing. Or or buying a house. Or when they get or getting married. A dog, or pregnant. Like literally it's everything. We did a thing or yeah. we did it. <laughs> we did that thing. <laughs> We're talking about when you're pregnant. Not um, anyway. I'm sorry. But also another one that I hate is that is now on my like pet peeves I'm list. I'm scared. Tell me you're didn't it without telling me you're didn't it. Like, okay. Tell me what? The tell me you're about to get proposed to without telling me you're about to get proposed to. Like, I am over that phrase. I was like, I'm done. I am done. If I see one more of those, I'm never liking your post. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. Oh, okay. Keep going. You want me to keep going? Yeah. This is kind of fun. No, because now I'm coming off as a bitch. No, I mean, (laughs) did you just hear me? My beautiful boyfriend that I want to marry. I'm like, I can't believe he would tell me where we're going. (laughs) I literally could be doing nothing. This is literally us shooting the shit today. I know. All right. No, but we actually did a thing and we... (laughs) (laughs) And we joined... Hurley's literally like, what? It, what's going on? This is what happens when we don't record for three weeks, just the two of us. Um, a lot of chaos. Chaos. Energy. <laughs> I love this right now. Okay. So we did, we a, did thing. a thing and we took a leap. Of faith and you stop. <laughs> we decided to join a program called 90 Day CEO. And it, if you're in the Boston area, you may have either heard of it or been a part of it. Or know the founders and co-CEOs of it. Yes. Um we decided to make this jump because we felt like there was so much more that we could learn about operating a business and having our own business and being entrepreneurs. And from two people who have never taken a business class hey, in their life. I'm going to grad school. But you haven't taken a class Not yet. yet. <laughs> Not yet. But <laughs> so I'm saying we haven't taken a business yeah. class, but we were ready to kind of level up going into 2022. And <laughs> you might see that, like you might hear it, hear about it and be like, wow, that's a huge financial and big risk you're taking. Like we're investing a lot of time, energy, work, and finances into this program that we decided to do. And it was really scary for us to take that jump. Well, but we wanted to relate it back to you. Yeah. Good job. Take it away. (laughs) (laughs) Carly, just like sometimes you can watch Carly talk and you see the physical puzzle pieces morphing together. Like, it's like the Michael Scott, like sometimes I start a sentence. Yeah, he's like, and I don't know where it's going. Yeah. Like, I always find my way. He's like, so literally, he's like, can you turn the temperature in here to 72 degrees? It feels a little stuffy and it's like 74 degrees. Oh, and don't okay. remember that part. Oh, okay. So what we were wanting to talk to you guys about is like taking those risks, even if it's a really, really scary thing for you to do. So 
when we were doing this, and I always think back to the first risk we really took as a a business and a very new business that was not a profitable business yet either. We found our gym in September of last year and we had, we, so basically when we thought about rent, we were like, we are just breaking even. Yeah. Like we are just scraping by to the point we might have like $20 extra literally if you subtract rent from our revenue. And we were like, okay, yeah, like we can do it. And like, if we can't, we'll okay, just finance hold it on, ourselves. Hold on, hold on. <clears throat> That's not what happened. I came home and was like, I want this gym. And everyone was like, oh, what, what the space used to be? And I'm like a gym <laughs> that, failed. that failed. But during the pandemic though, they like lost all their clients because of the pandemic in the sense like they couldn't come in, but we had a virtual platform. Yes. And so my, my mom who is, I would say my dad is more the risk taker. My mom's more the warrior or like the, the like protector, like the safe. She wants us to succeed no matter what. And if we're ever going towards something that could possibly take us towards debt (laughs) or any, or any like sour ending. She doesn't want it to happen. So she was like, I think it's a little soon for you to be looking at a space. I don't think you should do it. And I was like, kind of was in the grand scheme of things. And Maddie agreed with her. She was like, yeah, maybe down the road. And I was like, no, this is, this is it. I didn't fully agree. I literally said, wait, that's, I never said no. I think you make some things up in your brain. Cause I (laughs) remember calling Nick and being like, Carly found this amazing space. Like, I think we're going to do it. And I think it's really cool. I remember sending all the pictures and stuff before we even committed. No, to but it. it was after, after the owner called us and gave us the deal. So he, we, the owner of the space wanted to see us succeed and helped us out the first two, two months, months, which wasn't even two months. Cause we weren't moved. It in was the like first. a month. Yeah. It was a month. He was just like, I want you to get settled. But it was a massive risk. Like it, it was. was. Yeah. Looking back. <laughs> we literally hit the exact amount of subscribers we needed to afford rent. And then we were like, okay, we're going to do it. And we kind of went into it and we were like, there's no option to fail. Yeah. W- Failing's not a freaking option. Yeah. And it wasn't. it wasn't at that point. Cause we were like, we both were working other full-time jobs at mm-hmm. that point. And we were like, well, if we don't make rent, we're going to have to take it out of our own pocket. And that was pretty much what we told ourselves. We were like, okay, if we can't afford it because of the business, we're going to afford it ourselves. And that's going to suck because we're both pretty broke, but we'll figure it out. Yeah. And guess what? We're over uh, a year later, over a year later and we're profitable and we are still there and we've turned it into a business. And, and it's your full-time job. And it's my full-time job. And Carly's pretty much, full-time pretty much job. full-time job. She works a part-time job. It's like, she's a 75, 25 percent. I would like say 80, 20, 80, 20. Yeah. Like she is pretty much always there. So taking those big risks are a part of like making yourself better and making your business better or doing, doing something that you love and making your full-time job, full-time activity, full-time like hobby or something. A priority. Yeah. Full-time priority. I love that. Yeah. And when we did 90 day CEO, it was kind of a similar feeling of when we found the gym. I don't know if you feel like the same way. Yeah. It was scary. It was exciting. It was something new. Yeah. Something new that we had access to something new to add to our like our um, repertoire. repertoire. Yeah. Because not only now are we 
entrepreneurs. We are also personal trainers. We're accountability coaches. We're recovery coaches. We're we, there's so much recovery in like cupping type yes. thing, but there's um there's so much that's like now going into a new program that we're launching that we didn't know we were able to offer until we stepped into this 90 day CEO space. And it was a scary risk to take, but now that we're all in, we're all in. And the biggest thing that I, that they said was if you invest in this and you pay for it, you're going to show up yeah. because you know, it's a big investment. So that's how you, you have to look at your investments into your personal self. If you invest in something like, let's say personal training or like dance class or whatever it might be or that you like want to succeed at your like graduate program yes. or like a club that you really like it's anything, anything can be applied to this. But if you invest in it, you're going to show up and you're going to want to put in the work and energy to make it come to fruition. I mean, money is a major motivator, whether you're making money or spending money. Yep. So when I sign up for something and if it's a $20 or $15 class, I think about it. And if I'm like, oh shit, can't make it. I'm not that upset. I'm like, well, $30 sucks to lose. But like if I was spending 120, you bet your ass I'd be there. Yeah. I wouldn't miss that shit. Even if I literally didn't want to go at all. Like, that's the thing. If you think about it, if you're investing that money into it, you need to sometimes think about it this way. Like how much do I have to invest for it to motivate me to be there? Yeah. Cause when, you know, when you're going to college, like there's so much money invested in college and schooling or, or getting certifications or doing anything like that. Like there's the money behind it sometimes is that major motivator. Yeah. Unfortunately, that does sometimes have to be it for some people. And some people are just self-motivated at that point where it doesn't matter how much, but at least for me and being completely transparent, if I put a lot of money into something, I'm going to get as much possible out of it because it's an investment. Yeah. Like for example, I signed up for a free nutrition course. Do you think I took one class of it yet? No, but I want to work with a dietitian, and I'm about to invest a lot of money into working with a dietitian. Do you think I'm going to show up for every session with her? Absolutely. Exactly. So that's how I think after me and Carly have made these huge jumps and I'm going to be honest, a couple of the times we've made these massive jumps, we have no business freaking doing it. We're like, yeah. <laughs> we're like, well, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Like <laughs> we, we're two people that know that we are very hardworking and that we're going to apply ourselves and no matter what, we're going to figure it out. We're like we said, failure is not an option, but sometimes we're like, okay, we're really freaking committing to something that could be really hard and really difficult and might not succeed immediately. Like it's going to take some time, just like our, our business took some time to come to fruition in our, out of our gym, but we're ready for that. And like, I think identifying that point in your life or that time that you're ready to make that commitment is so important. And then you need to do it. Yeah. There, there have been, 
I'm not like throwing anyone under the bus here, but there have been clients who have come to us who definitely weren't ready to make the full complete jump into like going all in. Mm -hmm. They they'll come to a couple of sessions and then they fall off and that's okay. Maybe they weren't ready. That wasn't a priority in their life at that moment. And it doesn't have to be, but if you want to like feel results, yeah. See results, do whatever with results, you got to put in the time and energy and same with, I mean, that's like what we're saying with our business building. We're investing in this time, this energy, this work ethic that we are going all freaking in on mm-hmm. and we're scared and it's exciting. And we believe a hundred percent that everything that comes, that comes to us is be- the product of what we're doing right now. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, we just want you all to think about it this way. Like, don't be afraid to make that scary leap into something, especially if it's where your passion lies or where you are ready to commit. So especially this is especially why we're addressing this right now, because going into the new year is when a lot of people come up with all these lofty goals, (laughs) but don't actually put into a plan of how they're going to make those goals come true. Right. So, and we talked about this last year. Yeah. So now with the new year on the horizon in 30 ish days, 29 days. What are you going to do? What am I saying? 30, 29 days. It's, it's December 6th. 6. <laughs> 20, 25 the 34th. Days, 25 days. <laughs> I love December 34th. <laughs> Me too. Um, with the new year on the horizon in, in third 20, anyways, nobody cares. <laughs> what are you what goals are you going to map out for yourself in the new year what goals are you planning on sticking to how are you going to hold yourself accountable what small changes are you going to make day to day to make sure that you have whatever you want come to fruition I just think you need to identify your priorities yes just write down I do this all the time Duke is number one (laughs) are we shocked (laughs) no nope you need to look at a list and say okay these are my priorities right now is it your like I remember when I first started working at Lululemon they kind of said like write down your main four priorities right now I was like family my business I think work like work and then self-care like yeah exercise or something or like wellness, like making sure that I'm taking care of myself, my mental health. And I think, you know, the cool part about all four of those things, let's just say those are your four things. There are so many other small things inside of it. Mm -hmm. So mental health or self-care, like Carly said, could be, okay, I'm, I'm going to commit to exercise. I'm going to commit to reading a book every month. Recovery. Recovery. Like I'm going to commit to therapy. Yeah. Like there's so many parts of it. So when we say four things, we don't mean, okay, those are the only four small things that you can do. There are so many things inside of those things that are your priorities. So write those down. Think about those. And just because it's the new year, new year, that doesn't mean you have to do it on January 1st. Do it right now. Yeah. Figure out what you want to do and keep it going. Don't just do it in the month of January because it's new year, new me. That's not a thing. That's literally not a thing. Just literally look in the mirror and say, what are my priorities right now to make me feel 
the best I can feel. New Year, same you with reevaluating your priorities. Yeah. And I think ever since we kind of started reevaluating our priorities for our business and for ourselves and what we really want, things have started to happen and like falling into place. I can also say going out on the weekends and being social used to be a priority of mine, but that has completely reshifted because now Monday mornings are an early morning for me and I can't spend Sunday sleeping all day or being hungover, whatever it might be. Mondays are so long. So I reprioritize now Saturday nights. I like to be in bed by 10. I hate to say it. It's true. I know. Sorry, buddy, that I don't go out at 10, (laughs) but I, but I have a much better week when I set myself up for success by starting on Saturday nights. And I know we've kind of been like talking a lot of different things, but like, I think (laughs) I know we've been like kind of everywhere, but I do want to say like, and I feel this all the time, just because someone at your age is at a completely, whoa, what was that? (laughs) (laughs) You're just like honked. (laughs) Completely different phase of life than you are. That's okay. Because sometimes I do that where I'm like, I'm 24. Like I say to Nick sometimes, I'm like, oh my God, we're out on the weekends. We're finally living into our 20s. He's like, why do we have to be doing what every other 20 something year old is right now? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's like a pretty fair point. Like, if you feel like that's what you need in that moment, do it. Like if that means staying in and like watching a movie or going to bed at eight, do it. Like I sometimes think about that, but I'm like, my priorities have shifted so much because I'm an entrepreneur. Like I don't have, and I've said this to so many people, we don't have the luxury of showing up to work and knowing our paychecks guaranteed. Exactly. When you're an entrepreneur, you are literally working for every penny that you make. Like, and I, and I can say this because I've worked in plenty of jobs where I'm getting paid by the company. So like I show up, I clock in, I clock out, I'm done for the day. When you're an entrepreneur, you don't ever clock in or out. You're clocked in 24 seven. You are clocked in. Clocked on. And I think when you're, that's your priority, everything else shifts. Yeah. I mean, and you have Duke, so. Yeah. (laughs) Carly has a child, as she may say. I have a child and he is my top priority. What's your second priority? Our job. And what's your third? Family. What's your fourth? Self-care. Where does Joe fall? <laughs> Just kidding. I would say he's within like the family range. I know. I was totally kidding because I literally didn't have boyfriend on mine. I was like family, <laughs> friends, job, <laughs> self-care. Nick is number five. No, I mean my family. I, I would say the top like... All four of those are equal. 100%. Like I make sure that all four of those are taken care of. Absolutely. And if any of them fall below the other, I feel very like I think you can say instead of family, you it. can say relationships because you have relationships with your family, your yeah. friends, and your boyfriend. That's like, true. Or your yeah. partner. Yeah. So like everyone, I hope this kind <laughs> of just is a sign for you to be like, okay, I'm going to start putting myself first. Yeah. And I'm going to do what I want. One of... Um, my friends were saying to me, they're like, I just feel like I've been such a people pleaser lately. Like I've been trying to spread myself so thin showing up to every single thing and event in, in place that I've ever been invited to. And Nick is such a good reminder to me. Sometimes he's like, you don't have to justify what you want to do to other people. So like, or what you want to do, period. 
to other people, not what you want to do to other people. Like if you want to stay in, you don't have to say, I'm really sorry. Like something came up. Like I can't just be honest. I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm I'm not going out tonight. If you want to eat the cake, eat the damn cake. Boom. All right. So we're moving on to red flags where there, (laughs) there were so many good ones. There were really some really good. We'll have to do a part two next week. So if yours didn't make it on this week, stay tuned for next week. Um, first one. So we did red flags for, I mean, for like date significant other, which actually I want to start this off with a story because someone DM'd us and said, because <laughs> we said not a good tipper as the first one. And this anonymous girl said, once I had a guy take me out on a first date to the 99, which I worked at, he then used a gift card to pay for the meal after it was discounted a huge amount and left a tip on the discounted price. Minus the diff minus the gift card. Yeah. Yikes. She said she was mortified and I was like, I hope you blocked him on every form of social media. Honestly, I wouldn't like the red flag wouldn't even be the 99 because I kind of like the 99. No, the red flag was a bad tip. The bad tip. Yeah. (laughs) And the gift card. I mean, I guess if you're using a gift card on a date, I'm okay with it, but like, maybe not the first date. I don't know. I don't know. I think the first date, if you're, if you have a gift card that you receive from someone else and you're deciding to take that person there, (laughs) you shouldn't. (laughs) Hurley, what What was that? What's your ideas? I don't know. I feel like a gift card is just like a payment method. Yeah. I don't think that bothers me. Like if, if, I don't think that would bother me. I think it would bother me a ton if they used the gift card and then the bill came back for what they owed and they only tipped on what they owed. Well, I think yeah. the weirdest part for me is that they went to her where, place of work. Where she worked. <laughs> yeah, that, I know. That Yeah, that's really weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh you're you on break there? for 30 minutes? <laughs> no, literally, it's like, oh, you work there, so does that mean we can get a discount? Yeah, like, no, that's, that's weird. Um, okay, but that wasn't even a red flag. That so this even, is that is a red flag. <laughs> First one was not a good tipper, and anyone who disagreed with this, maybe I don't know. Okay, so GTFO. Okay, for the people that said Sam, it doesn't bother me. I just need you to need to ask you, and I'm not judging you. I just need you to reevaluate. Have you ever worked in the service? Have industry? you ever Have you ever been a server? Because if the answer is no. It sh- it should be a red flag. Yes. And also, I hope you're tipping well. I really hope Especially you are. Especially this holiday season. You no, know, like literally, the one thing I will say is you make two to three dollars an hour in Massachusetts as a server. Mm-hmm. You do not get an hourly rate because you live off your tips. That's all you need to know. Taxes take all your hourly. Yeah. I think when I was a server, I never received a paycheck. No, me neither. For hourly. Even like after you were done training, you didn't even get those paychecks <laughs> because you had already been making money off of tips. No, so. it's you just, if you don't tip at least 20%. You shouldn't go out to well, eat. Well, no, if you can't afford to tip, don't go out. Yeah, 100%. If you cannot even afford to Even my Uber Eats driver gets 20%. You know what I mean? Like every single, most people actually get 25 from me because I don't, I don't really 20% is average. I like to go above. I like to go all out. (laughs) If they made it on time. Yes. You deserve 25 to 30%. A hundred percent. So 203 said huge red flag. Eight people said doesn't bother me. Like 
It is such a big red flag. Like, I'm sorry if I go on a date and someone doesn't tip well, I immediately am turned off from the whole situation. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like, I look at them oh. and I'm like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to explain what Carly just did. Um, okay. When someone is indifferent yeah. about dogs, huge red flag. Oh my God. If you like, the only thing I can think about is Dexter Morgan, how dogs don't like him. So that is literally like if someone is indifferent about dogs, so is you it must if, be a serial if killer. If you don't like dogs or if dogs don't like you, like both. If No, if you're indifferent about dogs, if you're like, nah, okay. Like, Ugh. right? Like, how could you a not want a fluffy? A lot of people they don't care. And I, I like, I understand, like, I, I guess, you know. Are we being shallow for like deal breaker? <laughs> it's sorry. A, I'm gonna be honest, deal breaker for me if you're indifferent about dogs. I just think it's a red flag because how can you not like that cute animal? Right? Like what about you, Hurls? Um Do you think it's a red flag? I don't know. Like maybe. I mean, maybe it's different for me because I have a dog. But like I love dogs. So I mean, I much. love dogs, but I don't necessarily like want one for myself. But that's know? that's okay. But if someone said, oh my God, how cute that dog is. And, oh, and, you, yeah, and the person's like, like eh, mm. it's all right. Yeah, no, that's weird. That's yeah. like weird. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like if you don't immediately go into, oh my God, to do baby, like that voice. But like also we're all dog people. There are people, there are people I know who aren't dog people. I know. And I, I don't get it. <laughs> I don't understand. I like your, you still. But I like I don't you get still. It. And I like your, like, I don't like your point of view, honestly. <laughs> people who are like, yeah, like babies over dogs. I don't get it. Like okay. babies look like little aliens. Dogs are like from the womb. Perfect. So I, I don't know. I think babies are really cute. Yeah. Once they hit like two. Oh my God. Just stop. <laughs> just stop. Uh, okay. No, but I think people need to be more self-aware that babies when they pop out of the womb aren't always cute. Well, I think everyone knows that, but that person was made by another person. No, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> saying, what is happening? I am not saying that that is like. That I'm not knocking like it's incredible. It's I'm not knocking any mother. No, but I feel like people need to be like, I feel like when I have a baby, they're not going to be camera ready until three months. And I'm, but I'm I okay with that. I am going to literally write this down. Cause the minute you birth a child, I know that your camera roll is just going to be that baby for I, months. I mean, maybe if they're cute. <laughs> but if is they're this not an actual conversation, she's never going to take a picture of your child. Not until they're camera ready. Sorry. Wow. <laughs> what if they're late bloomers? I, Carly, <laughs> they what? might be your first picture. Your child I'm, is at like five years old. <laughs> like, like what? <laughs> Carly's a weirdo. No, you're, you know, I'm talking about babies. Like when they come out, like obviously so, they, like they've she's never getting seen angry. the day. <laughs> like, I, well, I just like, they've never seen the daylight. Exactly. I know. But Let them see it for a couple days and then post. Oh my God. I for sure was not a cute baby. If that helps, I was a little, I was a little chunkster. I was a same. I'm sure you were cute, Hurley. I'm positive, Maddie. I, I'm not saying the miracle of life <laughs> is beautiful, and I applaud any person who goes through childbirth. Clearly, I do not want to ever go through it. I guess we should have a full episode on this. Yeah, this topic, honestly, I guess. like our baby's cute. Our baby, I think babies are cute. I, yeah, they can be. <laughs> All right, okay. moving on. <laughs> okay, referencing the office in your Hinge profile. Red flag or no? Um, oh, wait, we of... never said the last one. 164 for red flag for dogs. 43 for 43 no. 43 for no doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> what's wrong? 
<laughs> Maddie's so confused. You know what? Sorry I stirred the pot, everyone. You know, everyone has their own opinion on babies, right? I don't know about that. Referencing the... I'm not knocking anyone who gave it's birth. It's fine, Carly. Is that a red flag? Thinking babies are ugly. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Should have been I don't think they're ugly. No, I just... Yep, you said it. Okay. I did. <laughs> I did say it. I said sometimes they pop out looking like aliens. <laughs> I have on record that Carly said all but all babies are ugly. Sometimes they need a day to adjust to the daylight. I don't know. I mean, well, anyways. Uh, <laughs> Is that controversial? Anyways, um, referencing the office in your Hinge profile. I don't think that's a red flag. So I think after I was on Hinge for a little bit before I dated Nick. And I know. I, I literally, <laughs> I re-downloaded, like I found an old phone. Me and Carly had to clean out my childhood room or my te- my adult room when I moved back in. <laughs> it was like, I'm never leaving. All of my old shit was in there and I found my phone from college. And mind you, this phone was like two inches wide. It's the tiniest little phones we used to have compared to these ones now. Yeah. Carly's like, oh my God, I can't wait to see what's on it. And I had like all these like Tinder and Hinge messages <laughs> popping up. And I was like, damn, I never, ever, ever met up with anyone. Not that it matters, but like I never met up with anyone on Hinge or Tinder because I watched too many like murder, mis- like murder, like um, TV shows. And I was like, well, it's dangerous. But like, I know so many people that have met their fiancés, boyfriends, girlfriends, husband, like so many. So I was on it and it it's kind of a red flag because it is so common. Like okay. almost every boy's hinge profile has like a Dwight or a Michael Scott quote. And you're like, okay, so like at this point, be a little bit more creative. Did my hinge profile have something about the office in it? I'm fairly certain yeah. that it did. Mine would probably say Do I still have I'm it? I'm not superstitious, but I'm a little stitious. <laughs> I'm a little stitious. <laughs> um, but 94 people said that was a red flag. Do you think and it's a 50, red flag? I don't think it's a red flag, but it's like kind of cheesy. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, just overdone. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. 56 people said, no, I like that. <laughs> um, the next one was if their texts come up green. I'm going to be honest. Some of my favorite people own Androids. It used to be a red flag for me, but now I know a lot of people who actually own Androids and I'm like, it's not about the person. It's no, it's not about it's the not. person. And now paying for our own cell phone bill. I get it. Uh, iPhones are so expensive. So I do get it. So you know what? No, it's not a red flag. When is I it going to be hard to have a conversation with gifts and whatever and like memojis? Yes. Okay, but what I will say is the only period of time that I find it really crucial for group chats. Okay, yes, but that's not what I was saying. Oh. For like dating wise, especially like the only crucial period of time is when you're first starting to get to know each other. Is that texting phase where you're like talking all the time and like getting to know each other? Me and Nick barely text now. It's really texting what's for dinner. I don't know. Do you know? No. Okay. Like that's literally our conversation in the whole scheme of the day until we see each other at night. So does it really matter if you don't text that much? No, it doesn't matter. It doesn't even matter if you do text that much. It doesn't make, it's not like no, a actually, huge delay. Of, like my besties has a Android and I mean, can I not see her reading my messages or typing? I cannot, but does it matter? No, 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 it doesn't. I, I guess it's not really a red flag. Yeah. 166 said it was a red flag though. 23 yeah. said, no, I love Androids. I don't love Androids, but 
It's my first iPhone. Congrats. So Welcome I used to, to be the on the other side. side. How do you like it? Yeah. It's all right. Um, see, like, I don't, I never want to, like, <laughs> devote. Like, people are just, like, once I go iPhone, just, like, or whatever, Apple, never go back. Honestly, it's a phone at this point. I know, exactly. It's a phone. I'm open to switching back. And I, I honestly, Androids are a lot less expensive than iPhones. And now, and we learned that once we started paying for our own cell and phone And supposedly, bill. Androids have better cameras. Yeah, they yeah. do. Svet. Oh, yeah. Shout out Svet, my friend. She took Svet. <laughs> she switched from iPhone to Android. Because the camera? And her camera is immaculate. Yeah. Like, be- I've literally never seen a photo come out that clear. So well, maybe we'll make the switch. Isn't, uh, I probably won't. I won't. <laughs> I can't even lie. Isn't passionate about anything. Huge red flag. I think that's such a red flag. Yeah. I want to see some drive, some ambition. Even mm-hmm. if it's something that I cannot relate to at all. At least you're passionate about something. Exactly. Like, I don't care what it is. I just need you to be passionate about it. If Joe was passionate about being a stay-at-home dad, I would be like, go for it. 100%. Yeah. Because I'm going to be passionate about building my own business. Love it. Bada bing, bada boom. I just think, I think most people, like, you need something. Yeah. If you're literally complacent at all times, I... Yeah. Exactly. Not not cool. Um the same person that would put an office quote in their hinge profile. <laughs> true. <laughs> Very Although true. Maybe they've never seen it. Maybe because maybe, they're complacent and don't want to add any spice into their life. Yeah. 186 people said red flag. 13 said nah. Mean to their mother. Oh my God. Such a red flag. I said big red flag and then red flag button red because there is no way to say this is not a red flag. Yeah. Like mean to your mother. If you're mean to your mom who does every, who birthed you, birthed you into the daylight. Don't try to make it better now. (laughs) I wasn't saying anything. You don't have to. I'm messing with you. You don't have to do this. It's okay. I'm done. Um, You can finish the pod. Oh, just stop. I I hope everyone understands what I was saying in a non-offensive way. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, huge red flag. <laughs> yeah, I'm a big mama's huge. Boy. Yes. I, my mom's my But you're not team. too much of a mama's boy, right? No. Because that's also a red flag. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be a mama's boy without being an overindulgent mama's boy. A happy medium. Yeah. yeah. Not like the most called person on your phone, but also not the never called person on your phone. Yes. True. Okay. I think it's just like if one of my clients today said, if they're mean to their mother, you just have a scope of what they're going to do to you. So everyone agreed that that is be nice to your mom because she birthed you. Oh my gosh. I just saw this guys who have N Y L A F L T X in their bio need to stop. Like that's a red flag. If you've lived in four different places, like if you (laughs) LA arrow arrow to Boston. Yeah, I know. Like, cool. Bi coastal. (laughs) (laughs) Now we're just roasting people. I have roasted too many people on this episode. So I hope everyone has an awesome rest of their week. Nobody's mad at Kaka. Oh my gosh. You know, it's all in good fun, and I love every single one of you. Yeah. I love babies too. But if anyone wants to come on and debate, debate me, I'm Honestly, open to it. It's all open for debate always. I, it's, it's just some of our opinions. We all are going to have different opinions sometimes. Maddie's trying to make up for me <laughs> right now because Maddie doesn't like conflict. 
And I clearly don't have an issue with that. <laughs> it's so. like, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. I said what I said. Babies look like aliens. <laughs> On that note, have a great week. Please leave us a review, subscribe. Five star review. Yeah, please. And um, we'll catch you next week. We have an <laughs> amazing guest. Goodbye. <laughs> go, 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 please. <laughs>